In this video, we are going to take a look at the Canon 80D, which is up there. I knew I would do this. This is the 70D. Okay. Okay, so this is the 80D, and I'm filming with the 70D. They look an awful lot alike, so it's easy to get them mixed up. Before I start on this review, I do want to give a disclaimer. Many of you know that Canon hired me recently to go down to Austin and do some work with the John Lennon bus, and we did two videos while I was down there that you can check out. I'll put links in the show description. Both of those videos were sponsored by Canon. This video is not sponsored by Canon. In fact, this video is not affiliated with Canon in any way other than I'm going to do a review of one of their cameras. In fact, the ADD I paid for with my own money and all the testing and opinions that I'm about to share with you are my own. So I want to start with the image quality because one of the things that was announced with this camera was an improvement in the dynamic range and I was really interested in that. And this is the thing I'm probably the most impressed with. So I want to show you some tests that I've run with this. Now, in terms of dynamic range, the two biggest challenges when you're determining an exposure for your photograph are going to be the highlights and the shadows. Now, highlights are the brightest part of the image. And when they go too bright, we call that clipping. And once highlights have been clipped, they start to lose detail. In fact, once they've gone to pure white, they contain no detail. Now, if you're shooting in raw format, you can restore a little bit of that, but it does have a limit on how much is actually recoverable. Now, particularly in digital photography, shadows are problematic at times too because you can restore shadow information, but shadows are where noise tends to live. And so when you start re restoring your shadow areas, you're gonna start bringing noise back into the image. So what I wanted to do in testing the ADD and supposedly this new wide dynamic range it has is see how far I could push the base ISO of the camera, which is 100 ISO. So what I've done here, and this is not a great image, but it is for illustrative purposes, but it is a very high contrast image. This is my cat Zeter sleeping in an office chair. And the highlights you can see, this first image, are blown out. The lantern that I use up here to light the room with and even the sunlight coming in through the curtains over here have pretty much gone to pure white. And you can see that on the histogram as they are clipping. Now, this is a raw file. And so I can decrease the shadows and restore a little bit of that back. I get some of the, the detail in this lantern, but I don't get any of the texture of the paper, for instance. And I did get some recovery of highlights um, back up here in the curtains. Now this image, this first one was shot at an ISO of 3200. And if I zoom into this, you can see that actually, you know, there is a little bit of noise, but for a 3200 image, this camera does pretty well. It's definitely usable. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say the ADD is the ultimate low light camera. It's really not designed to do that, but this improvement dynamic range is what we're going to look at. So what I did is I kept the same settings here. So um, shooting this at f5.6 at 1 100th of a second. And what I did is I dropped the ISO down to 100, which is a five stop difference here. And so in the second image, this one was shot same, same exposure settings as far as aperture and shutter speed go, but I dropped the ISO five stops. And now we can see that the shadows have gone completely black, but we do see the paper detail in the lantern, for instance, and we do see um, you know, a lot of detail in the curtains, even with the threads back here. If I zoom in, you can really see a lot of detail. And so those highlights are not blown. In fact, this is probably an extreme example because that's almost too dark. I probably could go up a little bit. But let's go ahead and match those two images. So the first thing I'm going to do 
is over on the exposure palette here. I'm going to double click and I'm going to bring that up five stops. And you can see now that we have matched the exposure with the original image. Now, highlights are blown here, but they are recoverable because they're still in the original file. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to bring my highlights back, drop those down a bit, and I probably dropped the exposure a little bit too to match that up, but we're gonna, just gonna do a quick and dirty here. Now, if I zoom in here, you can see that the shadows recovered quite nicely. There is a little bit of noise in here, but it is a much improvement over some of the other cam cameras in their lineup. Um, for instance, if you compare this to the 70D, which is the previous model to the 80D, you can see that there is a huge improvement. And the shocking comparison is when I did this same test and compared it to my 5D Mark III, um, you can see the difference here. Now, in all fairness, I'm not saying that this camera outperforms the 5D Mark III. I'm just saying that the, the latitude of dynamic range that you have here is much wider. Now the 5D Mark III is a very different camera. It's designed to do a very different thing. Um, its low light sensitivity is much better and so I'm not saying that the 80D is actually outperforming in every way the 5D Mark III but I am saying that what you're seeing here from Canon is a significant improvement in dynamic range and I'm very impressed with this. Now these results are a little bit skewed because I'm testing these from the base ISO of the camera which is 100. You're not going to get these same results if you're pushing 5 stops up from 3200. In fact, it's going to be a mess. The camera's really, that's where you're pushing the limits. If you guys are interested in reading more about this, um, dpreview.com did a full test on this and much more in depth than what I did. And they call this invariance. And what they did is they actually tested every ISO setting compared to 3200. What they found in this is that the results, as far as what noise was introduced, was a significant improvement over other Canon camera models that they've compared to. And it was very consistent across that entire range. It's an interesting article, and I will put that below. It's very techy, probably more than what I'm interested in. But what I'm interested in here is, is the results that we got on here, which are actually quite impressive. Now, I'm also not saying that you would want to go out and ex underexpose every image five stops. That's not practical. It's probably not a great idea, and it's not going to be the best use of your camera to get the best image quality. But what is interesting about this is, first of all, and DP Review it kind of hinted at this, but it, it's a redesigned sensor from Canon. And what's going to be interesting is when we start seeing this redesign and this type of dynamic range applied to other camera models in their lineup. So for instance, one day when we see the Canon 5D Mark IV, it's very possible that this kind of technology will carry over to that. And that's where it's going to get really impressive. It's very impressive on the ADD. And I think a really practical use of this as Canon always have had a setting in the menus that they call uh, highlight tone priority. And when you turn that on, basically what that means is it's going to give a priority to highlights when the camera is determining the exposure. So for instance, if you're a wedding photographer and you're shooting a bride outside and you know she's got a white dress on and it's got a lot of detail in it, um, if it's a high contrast scene, the camera will put an emphasis on those highlights and it'll make them a priority in the exposure so they won't clip. And so this type of result, you're probably not gonna be pushing five stops, but what it does allow you to do at your ISO setting is be able to recover maybe a stop or two in the shadow areas if it's a high contrast scene. If you're shooting out on a beach, for instance, and you have sun reflecting in water and you have backlit people, it's going to allow you to control that dynamic range. I'm going to do some further testing on this in the coming weeks. The thing that I'm most excited about, particularly when you can push a full five stops up reasonably from ISO of 100, 
is how this is going to work with, for instance, urban nighttime uh, photography like downtown, where you have really bright lights off of buildings and darkness, and how that's going to result in exposure. And so I'll report back on that at some point. But I was really impressed with that. I think this is the single most impressive thing about the ADD. And it's interesting because I don't think Canon have made a very big deal about it, surprisingly, and I haven't seen a lot of other people uh, react to this in the same way. It is a significant improvement over the 70D. So the ADD is the third camera in this lineup that started with the 60D and continued with the 70D that Canon has talked about targeting towards multimedia type photographers. So this is somebody who wants to go back and forth easily with one camera between doing still work and video work. And the key significance, especially with the 70D when it came out, was what the technology they call dual pixel autofocus, and this works in live view. So really what you have is excellent face tracking, the autofocus is fast, and it'll follow the subject. And I bought my 70D probably about 10 months ago, and ever since then I've used it on a ton of the shows. The 70D really changed a lot for me in terms of my workflow uh, because I do videos, and being able to just set up and turn it on and go is a uh, pretty much, I mean, this just really changed my entire workflow. Before, I was using the Canon 5D, which didn't have an articulating screen, so I couldn't turn it around. Um, I had to put it in this cage so I could mount a monitor to it, and it didn't have live view autofocusing, so you have to put something up to focus on, step back into frame, and really it took forever to get videos done. This is a camera that I can just set up, turn on, and go, and it'll track autofocusing very nicely. In fact, in many ways, I think it is the gold standard for live view autofocus with the dual pixel technology and it is fantastic. So the ADD is a 24 megapixel camera which now uses Canon's Digic 6 processor and the improvement in the processor now means there's more that they can do with autofocus as well as better low light performance. The sensitivity of the ISO has been increased on this camera. It now goes up to 16,000 ISO native and it is expandable you can push it up to 25,600. The autofocus system has also gotten an upgrade. The 70D had 19 autofocus points, and now the ADD has 45. The sensitivity of autofocus goes down to negative 3 EV, and Canon is saying that this will focus by moonlight. They've also added NFC. As I jokingly implied earlier, that there isn't a whole lot of visual difference between the 70D and the ADD, but there are some significant changes that I do want to point out. The grip has been redesigned. It is slightly longer where your fingers go, and and the area on the back where your thumb rests is slightly recessed as well. So there is a better grip on this camera depending on how big your hands are. You may or may not realize that. The other additions that I really find useful is on the side of the camera, we now have a headphone jack in addition to the mic jack. And they have, the placement has been redesigned, but the headphone jack is significant. And if you are a multimedia photographer and you do a lot of video with this camera, you are going to appreciate that because this will allow you to monitor the input signal. And that's something that we did not have on the 70D. Some other minor changes on the backside is they've redesigned the button layout a little bit instead of the strange shapes. All the buttons are now circle, especially with the um, with the quick settings button, the playback, and the trash can. The start-stop and live view switch has been slightly modified, and on the top of the camera, the camera microphones have been moved from the viewfinder area to the front of the camera. And if you use those as opposed to an external microphone, which I find better, that could make a difference. And finally, it's worth noting that the operating system on the 80D has been redesigned. On the 70D, you had no less than 15 tabs for the various settings, and on the 80D, this has been reduced to five with submenus, and it has a new typeface, which is cleaner and easier to read. So you might be wondering, is it worth the price to upgrade to the 80D? And I want to talk about that, but first I want to give a shout out to our sponsor this week and thank them for making this show possible, and they are the awesome folks over at Squarespace.com. Squarespace is the all-in-one solution for building
building a beautiful website, portfolio, or online store. If you head over to their website, you can start with any one of their award-winning templates, and they're all completely customizable, so you can dial in the exact look that you want. Squarespace also comes with an amazing back-end system, and it couldn't be easier to create an amazing website. If you can drag and drop a folder of images onto the browser and drag them around to sort them, you too can build a gallery or an online store. Squarespace offers a free trial, and so there's no reason why you shouldn't go over there and check it out for yourself. And if you do decide you want to subscribe, they have a deal right now for Art of Photography viewers where I can save you an additional 10% off of your initial order. And what you want to do is use the offer code AOP on checkout. So once again, that is squarespace.com and use offer code AOP on checkout to get an additional 10% off your order. And I want to give an extra special shout out and thanks to the folks at Squarespace for once again sponsoring another episode of the Art of Photography. So if you're trying to decide whether the ADD is right for you or if it's worth upgrading from the 70D, I would consider this. This is designed for the type of photographer who's going to be doing a lot of switching back and forth between doing video and still work. If you want to use a DSLR for video, I think really it is excellent for that. The 70D came out last year and it really did change the way I do this show even. And I make a lot of videos and so for me to be able to just turn it on, use the articulating screen to flip around so I have a monitor, I turn on the autofocus, it's accurate, I don't have to worry about it. And the 70D in many ways was a real godsend for me because it did change the way that I produced this show. So having said that, I am a big fan. Now, in terms of the 70D versus the 80D, um, before I started filming, I looked it up online, and right now the street price for the 70D, body only, is about $1,000 US. Street price for the 80D, is about $1,200 US. So you're looking at a $200 price difference. Honestly, I know that when the ADD was, was announced a few weeks ago, um, there was there was some rumblings because Canon didn't come out with any revolutionary new features on this. So there was no 4K video. There were no higher frame rates than 60 frames a second. Honestly though, from what I showed you in this video, with the increase in dynamic range is extremely significant. And I guess that may be kind of a sleeper feature for some people, but it really is significantly better than the 70D and I think it's easily $200 better. That, and if you combine that with the fact that it does autofocus even better now, you're gone from 19 points to 45 now. Um, it really is excellent. And having said that, I think the $200 difference at this point, if you were buying one today, I would just go with the ADD and, and call it a day. It's a newer body, it does everything better, and it is $200 better easily than the 70D. Having said that, if you wait a little while, depending on what sales do with the 70D, it might be discontinued, I don't know. Um, but you could wait and find a better price because the 70D is still an excellent camera, but the 80D is definitely better. So if you guys enjoyed this video, please remember to like it and share it with your friends. And as always, subscribe to The Art of Photography so you'll always be up to date on all the latest and greatest stuff we do here. If you have any questions about this or any comments of your own, please leave them below. And until the next video, I'll see you later.